0: Thank you Chapter 60 Falling Toward Destiny Things start happening really fast after that. Much faster than I had anticipated. By morning, the Shane had abandoned the cities. Gone from their homes in White Trash and Dayside. And I don't even know where else. I should have expected it. Kidnapping Brack Greywald's granddaughter was going to have serious repercussions. Abandoning White Trash and Dayside was a Shane's way of acknowledging some serious shit was about to go down. Did I say I should have expected it? never even crossed my mind. Nothing happened the way I expected it. Nothing happened the way I'd planned it. No, really. Check my notes. This wasn't supposed to happen. A non-freeman wasn't supposed to have plans of his own. He was supposed to do what I suggested. Follow my plan. Follow my notes like the script of a book. Simply connect the dots. It was like he had a mind of his own. I didn't plan it. He just swept into the story and took the fucking controls right out of my hands. Now, I had to deal with a kidnapping or the aftermath of kidnapping. I'd expected him to test me show my strength, bend the wild poetry to my will, doubt myself, encouraged by the non-existent jack, face down some monstrous beast of a poem, almost lose control, almost kill everyone with my flailing attempts to control my power, I would tame the beast, of course, demonstrate my skill and mastery of the magical forces that were mine to command. After proving I wasn't going to kill them, having barely saved everybody from the poem sent to test me, we would intercept a gray walled hunting party, send everyone packing, demonstrate that the poems were doing whatever the hell I wanted them to do that was when things were supposed to get interesting Graywald getting organized maybe Bratt leading a group against Hope maybe some Shane and White Trash or Dayside would get lynched but nobody was supposed to get kidnapped taken just to be let go which is how the Greywald found out she'd been kidnapped in the first place don't ask me why, this is the way of things they didn't notice she was gone until after she was returned sounds strange to me not important. What matters is that it drove the Greywald mad. By morning, the Shane neighborhoods in both White Trash and Dayside were in flames. Anon freeman had his own plans. He wanted the rage, and he wanted the flames. The Shane had been planning this for a long time. I was simply the catalyst, the one who made it all possible, who would keep the wild poetry off their back. As Brack Greywald had used me, Anon freeman welcomed my arrival, all of which seemed to make the non-existent Jack very happy with a non-freeman in charge it wasn't my plan anymore nobody was following the word of Del morgan's agent nobody would think she was behind the whole thing i didn't mind anonymous freeman was different than brack Greywald. he didn't want to kill the rival poetry hunters not like brack and morgan greywold freeman didn't want everybody dead which is all i cared about we were trying to stop the killing by stopping the killing not by slaughtering everybody which is how brack and his family wanted things to end so the shane left the town such was their plan they were ready only needed the word only needed to hear a young girl crying in the night running from the men who had said they were going to kill her the shane knew what to do they abandoned dayside they left white trash they entered the forest we entered the forest cities behind us already in flame this was my part to plan in the wood, in the forest, in the damp and dark places where only the wild poetry were born. I had to protect the shame, save them from the gray walled, everybody watching me, counting on me. And I didn't know if I could do it. Really. The last time I tried to contact the wild poetry, I'd been rebuffed. I'd gotten absolutely nowhere. What I hoped to accomplish now. This is that doubt I was telling you about. Only it didn't happen the way I would expected. The test I would known would come... didn't. Anonymous Freeman had no need to test me. There would be no trial. I would simply perform or get everybody killed. No pressure. I eat wild poems for breakfast. Yeah, I only wished I shared such confidence. We were in the wood, all of us. I, I don't know how many, the poetry all around us, watching us, waiting, wondering what we were about, scenting us, tasting our nerves, savoring our hopelessness, and the poetry knew what would follow if they ignored us if they simply waited for daylight brat Greywald would find us and then there would be slaughter and the poems would feast they would drink hot blood they would taste steel and iron and they would breathe deep the smell of sulphur and gunpowder the rank stench of wet blood and burning flesh would taint the air it wasn't that the shane were so few or weak they were neither their families filled the great wood standing almost as thick as the trees no, the problem was that Brack Greywald had the full support of the fair folk. Brack Greywald and his people had bigger guns. Shane would die, simple as that, if I couldn't protect them. Standing in the cold and the dark, shivering in the heart of the forest with wild poetry all around us, shaking so much I thought I might piss myself, poems watching us bemusedly, drowsily, Waiting for the dawn, we were no threat to them. If I did nothing, I had only to reach out, touch them, become one with the verse as I had failed to reach them before. Which is when everything changed. Which is when I understood. Standing in the forest, alone in the wood, surrounded by poetry hunters in the wild poetry, the non-existent Jack saying nothing. I understood. For the simple reason that the author wanted to keep the story moving. We were so close to the end. I think they called it an epiphany. But in this place, just more of that divine madness and spontaneous cognition crap I was going on about. I didn't have to understand. I simply had to name the wild poetry. So I did. Giving names to the poems that surrounded us. There was Morning by Moonlight, and The Gift of a Friend, and An Autumn Fable, and my favorite... Armageddon fantasy. Just like that, they were named. Just like that, they were mine. Let's hear it for the shaper of worlds. Anonymous Freeman was stunned to awe and silence. The wild poetry were tamed. They would do as I wanted. They would do as I asked. The poems would stop the killing or leave the wild forever. Which was a good thing and didn't leave us much time, as I said. As I learned, as word traveled from ear to ear, the towns were in flames, the Shane neighborhoods destroyed, those who had not or couldn't escape the Greywold Poetry Hunters were dead. It was a good thing the poetry was on my side, and only one night Brack Greywold had mustered an army and they were coming for us, the cities in flames, the forest would follow. The Greywald Poetry Hunters wanted chain blood, and I was the only one who stood a chance at doing something about it. This audio recording of The of Gideon and the Tale of the Donkey is copyright 2011 by Keith D. Jones, all rights reserved.